0: It's another Monday, another episode of Talk About That.
1: We're back, John.
0: I'm John. This is Johnny. Hey, guys. Could not be more thrilled to join you.
1: I want to... I, I scroll Instagram at this point now to find any story that doesn't start with, Hey, guys. <laughs> if you find me one. It's like it, a unicorn. It is true. It There's true. nothing to say yeah. except for, hey, guys.
0: I actually, for what little posting I've done, I've tried not to say, hey, guys, a lot.
1: So Even when I do stand-up, I try to challenge myself not to walk out and be like, how you guys doing? Yeah, you, know, you enjoying the show? Whatever. Like, just get into your bit. They don't care. The, especially if you're on a show, like five comedians have already come out and said that. Yeah. We're still doing good, buddy. We were doing good four comedians ago. Stop pushing it. Yeah. Like just walk out and be like, boom. Just but, get into it. But this is one of those things that I think only
0: is something that's only bugging you. Like baby. the audience is probably not like, What is the deal
1: with this guy keep asking what we're doing? But I think there are like uh there's these things that are tangible things or intangible. They matter as far as like when you go, That was a great comedian, that was an okay comedian, I think that's one of those things that they might not understand why they thought you were more of a pro. Yeah. They may walk out and go, something about that guy. And what it was is you didn't do that dumb rookie thing. Yeah. Of, What's everybody- hey, let's hear from this side <laughs> of the room. What do you guys do? If you yeah. come out, and you're just a pro. They might not understand why they love you. They just love you, and that's all Ugh. I care for. I'm just a boy standing in front of a crowd asking it to love me. Well,
0: that's, there's nothing unhealthy about that at all. No. So it's funny. Even as a pastor, I've tried to cut out the like. My intros used to be probably. Ten to twelve minutes sometimes, and Ooh. now they're three. Yeah, like I always know exactly. In fact, sometimes it's like this doesn't need an intro. I was going to start talking, you know. But a lot of it was all this fluff of hey, guys, thanks for joining us again today on a Sunday yeah. morning. It's like we do this every Sunday. I don't have to say that. Sometimes We're so glad you're here. You know, you've taken.
1: It'd be interesting to be like you know what? We don't care that you're here. We... <laughs> we're
0: we're kind of surprised you came back,
1: yeah. yeah, but it's a real, you're going to regret this guys. <laughs> you should have
0: chosen more wisely. <laughs> no, uh, sometimes I'll introduce myself in my position. Cause like for a visitor, like, yeah. Hey, you know, I'm the teaching executive pastor, which guys is a pretty big deal.
1: Let's not Do you ever look out and you go, there's no visitors here? I'm just going to let her rip? Absolutely. What do you do? Absolutely. Yeah?
0: Like, you know what? This is going to be a family talk. That's family what pastors talk. call that.
1: Family <laughs> <talk>. <laughs> i got a lot of things to say to you people, and you're going to hear about it. It's like uh, the airing of grievances at Festivus, <laughs> if I can make a Seinfeld <laughs> reference. It is the airing of
0: grievances. I don't know any pastors. That's what Sunday is
1: for them. Sunday service doesn't end to one of you pins me. Do you understand me? <laughs> it could happen. That'd be great if you had to like bailiff. I mean, usher. You want to go? You want to go to Cracker Bro What you got? What well, Andrew would be easy to pin. He's one hundred. Was he a buck thirty? Uh, pin him uh, with pinning with one arm. He's pretty. Stu- he's pretty wiry though.
0: What you're telling me is you just challenged Andrew Warden to a UFC fight. He's going down. Or you just challenged him to a KFC fight?
1: Hell, yes, Johnny's joke. It is. I'm really more of a KFC fighter. Do you still do that one? Sometimes. You know that's interesting. I wrote that joke and then I think. Uh, like six months later um, what's his name did it on a, Colonel Sanders he did it oh. on no a guy did it on update weekend update on SNL So it wasn't, thinks- the, it wasn't the same joke but it was very similar yeah and um, I was like oh man but sometimes you just go well that's cool I think like uh, what is his name Seth Meyers no it was like a, it was a it was like Colonel a Sanders no oh. <laughs> Mrs. Winters remember Mrs. Winters chicken oh yeah what happened to them I think Mrs. Winters married Colonel Sanders. Don't you hate when your favorite. I'm always afraid She's, when I have something that I love that's like it's on the verge of going away. You're like, I love this little whatever Chinese restaurant, yeah. but I can look around every time I'm there. I'm like, this place is going away. You yeah. kind of love it back into life. You're like, please don't go Does away. Does it
0: cause you to buy more
1: food So, like, you know, increase their. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Like, I want to take. The here's answer. the worst. Here's the worst. Here's what happens, too. <laughs> Do you ever go by a place and it's closed down and you're like, oh, no? And you feel short. You feel short But You but haven't been there. You haven't been the there a East, year. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're the reason. It's the same thing when you go into, like, Walgreens on Christmas Day. Yeah. Because you're stupid. And you didn't have snacks in the house. Yeah. So you're out there and you say something to the, to the cashier, like, I'm so sorry you guys have to work on Christmas Day, but you're the reason they have to work on Christmas Day. You're a total hypocrite. Oh my God! And I mean, you are. I'm not. Right? You, you that was not.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, that was not emphatic. But
1: to that to that point, though, Tab. So I read a I I don't know why I read these dumb articles. But yeah. I get an article about Tab. Did you ever try a book, Johnny? You should try some. The original Diet Cola it was the first Diet Cola. Tab. My first youth pastor drank Tab, like it was going out of style. Tab. Uh, I think Tim Hawkins. Uh, my buddy who I used to do comedy tours with, he said TAB is carbonated epicac. <laughs> it's just gross. It, it really did awful. have a metallic taste because yeah. of saccharin. Yeah. They stopped using saccharin. I think they figured out it caused cancer in laboratory animals. Maybe. I don't know. But all that said, they still made TAB until this year. But And they had like, because .001% of people, and they had these groups because it was a Coca-Cola product. So they had this tab, like, Facebook group that would fight. They would share, share like, a forum, like, this is where you can find tabs still. Wow. So Coca-Cola made it. And it's, they started cutting out products with COVID and everything. They are just like, you know what? Coca-Cola made tab. Yeah, yeah, it was a Coca-Cola product. So they probably acquired them at some point and then continued. Well, they they started making Diet Coke, and that ran everything. Diet uh, Coke is, like, 40% market share now.
0: You know, I've been off of keto for, I'm going to go, I'm going to confess, about three weeks Wow, that's
1: yeah. I've been you. You're you're three bills now. You I've are been, guys. You put I've gained on, some weight. You had one O Charlie's roll and just went up like one of those National <laughs> Geographic blowfish.
0: Well, I was going on vacation. It was like okay, we're just gonna we're gonna live it up. And so then mm-hmm. you know, like the week before vacation, you're like, well, what's the point of me being strict all the way up? But no one you, once you've already decided you're not gonna do it, then from that moment of yeah. decision forward, it's over. Yeah, like you're like I'm one of those like I did good all day, and I'm really easy to. Just derail at night. You're like, you think we should have a donut? Yes. Like, I'm immediately, yes, we should. I'm, I'm looking to cheat. So, all that being said, I have tried to order, though, Coke Zero several times yeah. at the McDonald's drive-thru that I've mm-hmm. gone through that I don't normally go through where I'm eating French fries and all kinds of stuff right now.
1: And they don't have it. They don't have Coke Zero. Well, a lot of places have Diet Coke or Coke Zero. But
0: Coke Zero is so superior to no, Diet Coke. No, I don't agree. If you, if you like Diet Coke, is because you like Diet Coke. If you like Coke Zero is because you like Coke and you want less calories because it tastes more like Coke. Diet Coke tastes like Diet Coke. It tastes like someone took Coke, mixed it with Tab, and <sighs> sold it to you at a, at a price that you shouldn't pay. Oh, I'm just not. Bro. I'm not down. Diet I Coke disagree. is. There. I
1: uh-huh. like Diet Coke. Now, when every now and again, when you get regular Coke accidentally, the waitress gives you regular Coke, yeah. and you're like, This is what I've been. It's like you, feel, you go, holy moly. I forgot. Oh it, is. it is. Yeah? It feels wrong. <laughs> is this cocaine? It is. It's cocaine. <laughs> they used to put cocaine in it. That's where the name came from, guys. Yeah, that's crazy. We are Wasn't here. Wasn't it like a cure for the common cold that was the original? Can you say that again? Cure for the yeah. common cold? Cocaine? Cocaine. A cure for the common no, cold. it had cocaine in it because it was medicinal. The guy was mixing up in his apothecary. Do you think there was a physician's assistant involved? There was a physician's <laughs> assistant mixing up cocaine to make a cure for the common cold, Carl. <laughs> this is
0: there was all of this, I think, pseudo scientific knowledge yeah. that was passing about about yes, the medicinal properties of things. When like, did
1: they take cocaine out of it? Uh, that's, that's what if it was still in there. And they're like, yeah, I used to have cocaine. No, it's still does. <laughs> we don't. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> people don't. People don't know know yeah that's funny uh who is it uh our friend mark oglesby he's helping market these uh mad tasty seltzer waters yeah. that have uh cbd in them yeah people are drinking cbd and again cbd is one of those things like i don't know if it works nobody knows but people that Think it works? It works for them. Is that how? I think it. it I think it. Like it works if you believe it works. What? Are, wow, that'll preach. What are you wanting it to work for? I don't know. That's what like. It, are that's you what drinking I mean. a seltzer water to calm down at night, take the edge off? See, are you me- drinking it to like pep up in the morning? What does CBD oil do for you? CBD, as it has been used in my house. Whoa, been, ho, yeah, ho, John. Yeah, I
0: know. Has been used for the pure purpose of one of us has a sleeping disorder. I'm not going to say who, but yeah. it's not me. would it
1: just sleep disorder or is it sleeping disorder? I don't know, Johnny. Sleep, I haven't like, slept in so long. Because I've heard sleep disorder, but you wouldn't say eat disorder. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> it's true.
1: I don't know. So it, it, but they're not all created equal. No. So, and CBD, you mean the CBD oils, correct. the strains like the, yeah, like you want it. Cause if, if it has THC in it, then it's just, you're just, it's just weed, we THC right?
0: THC with your CBD, you got, you're,
1: you're, KFC, you're SOL. Wait, that's not, <laughs> you get CBD with your, you'll be a VIP. <laughs> no, it's, um, yeah, that's tough. And I don't know anything about well,
0: you it. You know, Amy Grant and Vince Gill grow CBD. Do they? In, they instance. grow hemp. Yeah. Isn't it a CBD or I don't know. They don't this grow is a good time weed because it's not- in, This is a good time to introduce our guest because oh, okay, I want to sure. guess she's going to have more information about this than we are. We'd like to welcome to the Talk About That we podcast. We have a guest today in studio, live, uh, the illustrious Allison Holland, a return guest. Hi, Allison. How you doing?
2: I am so good. Thank you for having me. And first of all, I'm a little offended that you just said she would know more about this than us. <laughs> well, that's we don't not know. The case probably you don't. You don't read your
1: the <laughs> no. tra- my, my, my wife just calls trashy mags the ones that have all the celebrity news and stuff. Yeah, she's I'm reading my trashy.
0: Well, again, I don't know if this is trashy in touch stuff. I'm just saying in my,
1: style magazine.
0: Let me let me restate this, Allison. You're gonna know more about everything than us. Like okay, that, my I'll take wife, that, I'll yeah. Take that, my wife you literally knows,
2: just said, "Amy Grant's growing hemp in the backyard." Allison also don't know about she's that. She's a pothead. Well, no, that's because I'm not everybody.
0: That's because uh, you are a marketing expert, which means and you're a social media expert. So you yeah. have you are following more of the social. Someone asked me today. By the way, uh, we were over uh, helping set up for a wedding, mm-hmm. and someone in their twenties uh, used what was the word that they used. They used the word, sorry. Okay, so the other day we had a conversation with someone, I'm not going to name who, and they didn't know what woke was, okay? So I had to explain to them what woke was. was like, guys, this is not new. Like, this has been around yeah. a long time, the, the concept of woke. Oh, they were saying, oh, yeah, I remember, and I, and I called her, and then she ghosted me, and he goes, do you know what ghosted means? I couldn't believe it. I was like, what do you they, think, I'm they, 98? <laughs>
1: like, oh, yes, I know what ghosted means. It means you get in their attic and you haunt them. That's right.
0: Everyone knows that. So that's my point, though. I may not, people are going to assume that I'm not up to Speed, then I'm not in the know, you know with everything. We're not here to come down <laughs> on you. That's right. <laughs> so I just assume, you know, if something's going on in the world you. of celebrities,
2: you're going to know yeah. more than I would know. Yeah, no. yeah. All right, just an interesting way to introduce <laughs> that. But no, I know I don't. You know nothing about I think my brother anywhere. was.
1: My brother has seven, eight, seven or eight acres in Coryton, Tennessee, and he was looking at growing hemp because there was. He had a friend that went to church and was like, "There's so much, so much money in it." And then I heard like. A few months later, and I think he heard the same thing, which is why he decided not to do it, like, it was all just sitting in piles and rotting because the government was trying to get involved in the subsidization of it, and it's just the whole thing of, like, yeah. so people that grow hemp, you either have the contracts or you don't, and if you don't, it's really hard to break into, evidently. Wow. Yeah. So, well, but, but if you're Amy Grant, right. you can probably name your price, right? That's right. This is... I don't know what you. Mean. Do you know Amy Grant did this a Do du- El Shaddai blend. You- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you. Did. <laughs> I was thinking more of her pop career but yeah. <laughs> she did a duet with
0: Tori Kelly. They did Baby Baby, a remake of Baby Baby. Really? Have you heard it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like all kind of it, it's not I wouldn't say technoed out, but it's it's remade it's dubstep. Really good. She sounds just
1: like she did though the first Baby Baby. Were you in- What happened to dubstep? It's just it went away. It had it its out. moment. Yeah. Just two fax machines making out. Remember when that was music? That was a, that was like an interesting five years, wasn't it? I still, I, I can, I can dig it. Diplo Skrillex, yeah, it comes can, in every once in a while on a song.
0: You can dig it. I can dig you it. Can, <laughs> I can, I can You're dig so some. Woke. I'm very woke. <laughs> I get ghosted all the time, guys.
1: DJ John D's on the back
0: backup. So so Allison uh, today oddly enough on my Google Photos a photo came across cuz what it does is it says this week 1 year ago mm-hmm. and then it says this week 2 years ago and I just let it keep going to see and it went back to this week 2000 I want to say we were back to 2009 or 8 and it was a middle school retreat at at the Camp Jackson and there was a picture of you and I screenshot it so I can, I can show it to you. Oh my
2: goodness. That would, that would be earlier than 2009 if I was in middle school.
0: Well, you know what? It'll have the date on it actually. Sorry, 2007. Yeah. And I found this picture and maybe now that you're our social media person, oh you can see Oh my! and you're welcome to. Post that or we? Guys,
2: whatever. I'm literally wearing a Pink Panther graphic t shirt. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I remember loving that shirt. That yeah. was that was my favorite. Oh wow. I can't I can't believe you have that. It was just,
0: I was like, wow, she's gonna be on the podcast today. That's great. So that's, that's how long. we See, what year did you start? What grade were you when you started in, in our youth group?
2: I actually was not in the youth group at that point. I came with probably Bethany, mm-hmm. maybe? Some one of my friends. I came to that retreat with them i started coming to this church in 2010 i went on the bolivia trip and then i came after that
0: but you had gone on multiple trips with yeah us though, yeah, yeah. You i had to tons camp. of friends yeah. and stuff,
2: and so I, I was in camp and stuff like that but right. i officially started being in the youth probably in 2010 i was 16 wow. 15 or 16 so i feel like yeah i feel like you so again you I still were, remember that retreat though that yeah, was a good retreat
0: it was fun mm-hmm. there was a character on that retreat I don't know if you remember that Mm. So uh, this is one, I got to be careful here. So there was a, again, I I really try to help people and release people into doing things in ministry. Release people. Release you into other, yeah. And and there was a guy who was helping us lead that retreat who played a, a 1970s, like, hippie character to deliver the message that night. Do you remember this?
2: I do remember that. What
1: was the name of the character, John?
0: The name, I, I can't, I can't. I'm not, no, it was fun It was a good, it was a good attempt. I'm just saying, it was a, it was, a, it was an interesting, his name was Wayne Earth Thomas was the name. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that? It was a great, I liked the character. I liked the character, but I just, I'm just curious if you remember that, because that was a very unique That would have stood out like if
2: I
1: sh- was a kid at the, Do yeah. you
2: know what I just remembered? What? Okay, so I could still, we had this challenge at the, I can't believe my brain just went here. I can't remember anything from college, but I can remember this, <laughs> Um the We had this challenge we had to do, and it was about harmony and unity. That's what the t- retreat was about, which probably made sense for the uh-huh. hippie guy. Yeah. I don't know. But harmony and unity were somehow in the message. And my friend Rachel and I had to make a handshake, and I could still do it to this day. And I remember the jingle for it and everything that we made up to go. How did it go? It was, <laughs> it was harmony is unity, so keep the B, what act as one? And I could literally do that with her right now. Wow.
1: <laughs> and you and there.
0: her had to make that one up
2: yeah that's really good That's yeah, like, amazing uh, and you did the hand <laughs> you stuff I it? could still do the handshake with her right it now back and
1: forth in your, and that's how you joined your cult that's you had it. to learn that <laughs> that was it and you, <laughs> you were in <laughs> one of us one of us <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh my goodness well that's awesome so yeah out of all like, you could remember one sermon that I probably preached in the entire time here but you remember that and that's fine with me I've come to that conclusion
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember one thing. I know about, what this is going
0: to be. I know what this is going to be. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You're going to think it's going to be about the sex, like yeah. the, 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 it's gonna be wait until marriage, like yeah. And night. I do remember the covenant, the uh-huh. because Jeffrey, when we started dating, he actually used to reference the covenant, and it would piss me off. <laughs> He'd be like, "We're not supposed to sit on the couch after dark," or <laughs> stuff
1: like that. I'd be like, "Can you not?" I don't know if I said, "Don't sit on the couch you didn't. after that dark." That was exaggerated, but he was just doing is this. The a right fold out couch because that complicates.
2: True. Me. <laughs> but, no, yeah, it was great. I do remember that. But I remember something about how we were a vessel to preach the gospel. I remember that because you had a, a, a pot on stage. Do you know what I'm
0: talking about? Uh, I had a pot. You were the j- jars of C- clay. I wish I clay. had more
2: context to this, but you talked about how like,
0: <laughs> CBD, it was. It was about CBD again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird.
2: The, that's a weird reference. But I do remember that, and I remember Harmony's Unity. Was
0: it on fire? Be. Did I set something wow. on fire? Baby I had a box one time with a candle in it that kids seem to really remember I can't remember what my sermon illustration was but that's I didn't...
2: the purity thing it's what the box mm, with the candle was it
0: no I no no i have, little... actually,
2: I still have one up yeah here. I
0: have that little so the story of that, by the way, is how that came... We called it the Little Covenant, by the way. Mm-hmm. L-I-T-L. Which
2: everyone in youth group always remembers anything that's about purity. Yeah. You just don't forget it. Yeah, like I said the word sex, the like, like, so
0: they all like... Yeah, snickering. Yeah. They all listened. I had pin drops. Even the adults, by the way, if I talk... Because occasionally when I'm preaching in a marriage series or something, I'll, I'll have a, a day on sex. We'll talk about it, and... They they will. Everybody yeah. is is with you the entire time. So if you want to get people to listen to you, you can just talk about that from the sermon. But that'd be a weird thing to preach every week. Although some they guys, were, that, mm-hmm. I know some guys though out there who they're kind of creepy and they kind of keep dropping those like things that are sexual in nature. You know, kind of like innuendos like and stuff. Weird. Yeah, believe me, there are some guys, and eventually they usually get in trouble, like for mm-hmm. something. But um, but it's kind of like a. It's a it's a way to to draw people's attention. It's a way to keep their attention. It's, it's so provocative, I, yeah, yeah. I would prefer to keep people's attention other way if possible, or not have it at all
2: by That's setting. Sort of vases on fire.
0: Right, and what i do is I set boxes on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or whatever
2: it was.
0: A lot of those would I would take our interns over to Dollar Tree and was like, alright guys, we have $10 and we need to buy... You need
1: a sermon illustration. Right, we're going to do,
0: how are we are going to do this tonight? Here's what my sermon's about. You help me come make the illustration. So that's where we got the, the little marriage boxes and we could afford the candles and put, so we, that's how we did it that night. It became a thing.
2: I do love those. I still, yeah. that was a great series in and of itself. I just loved it. You so. don't have to say that out Allison. No, I did.
1: No. Wow, well, Johnny, can, do you hear that? All I know is uh, I don't know about the purity thing because she's got two kids now. So draw your own conclusions. <laughs> I was married. I don't think. <laughs> I tell you the 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 Jeffrey Allison wedding was a pretty
0: great wedding. That was a great wedding.
2: It was, and just so everybody knows, I've I've said I actually told Jeffrey recently. I was like, I've never said this publicly except for. Like with our close group friends, because I don't want you to look bad since you own a wedding filming company. But just so you guys know, I don't have a wedding video. Oh,
1: <laughs> like, wow.
2: yeah, but he, that's it's like what of...
1: Plumber's wife for the leaky sink or whatever, right? So
2: I was told him, I was like, I've never said that publicly because I don't want people to think you don't get stuff done on Tim. Because he does. That's why I don't have one. (laughs) Because he's getting all the paid. Everybody else does get one. But uh, we just rewatched our wedding ceremony maybe a month ago. I think I even texted you and Laura about it. And it was so great to go back and watch and see. I It really was a special ceremony and night and everything
0: so I, yeah i had trouble getting through that one uh you did. and then andrew came up and he had trouble getting through that one because mm-hmm. he yeah it was one of those yeah it, it was, was uh and I, was get, really I had trouble getting through a lot of them um but so i mean there's a lot of special ones but yeah, i just remember y'all's and it was like a ice storm or something that night right
2: it was it had a name like it was like winter storm yeah Ti- uh titan or something like that <sighs> yeah it was a thing it was crazy yeah mm-hmm.
0: and sadie was so little of course you kept sadie mm-hmm. for us and um Sadie was so little, I remember. She was little enough that I was worried. I still had to watch. I couldn't just let her run around the reception. Mm-hmm. So That's how long ago that was. Y'all been married how many years? Almost seven. Yeah. yeah. So I remember like we had to – you're still watching like you are at the stage right now. Like you wouldn't just, you know, allow your kids to run free. But there's a moment coming where you will as long as they're with somebody and, you know, all the, the exits are blocked or whatever. Well, you know. <laughs> the exits are blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's door shut. Well, you know, you just hear those horror stories of, you know, kids kid just disappearing, oh, you know, totally, from those yeah. things. You know, so you're watching. But anyway, now I'm at the age now where my kids, you know, I still – Pretty, pretty protective, but now I can just call her on her phone or text her, you know, so it's See, that's so nice.
2: I feel like when you have kids, especially when they're, like, young and toddlers, you automatically train your eyeballs to just go different ways. <laughs> because, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll literally be in conversation with somebody and feel my eye just drift to make sure that Kate's somewhere the in the vicinity. The whole time, yeah. <laughs> I know, it's nuts. Yeah.
0: So, Allison, uh, you have an amazing podcast.
2: Well, that's kind. Thank
0: you. uh, We all love your podcast. Why don't you tell us about the Kennedy Dynasty podcast?
2: Sure. Sure. First of all, I'm going to start by saying I am a Kennedy fan, clearly, by the title. But it's not as weird as you think if you are (laughs) are not a Kennedy fan. Because when I first started this, I was like, people are going to think I'm so freaking weird. (laughs) But there is a bunch of people that are actually interested in this family. And I think the appeal of this family is that they are, to a lot of people, the closest thing to royalty that America has ever seen. Right. Like, it's just a dynasty, like, truly. And they're, got some really, really highs, and some really, really lows, and that's interesting, and we Mm -hmm. love the scandal, and we love the call to public service, and we love the, everything in between. So, I have been interested in studying this family's history for so long. I would consider myself a Kennedy historian, but I don't want to go back to school to actually, like, become a historian, so I guess, like, I'm an enthusiast. So, um... There's a lot of Instagram accounts and things out there um, that are focused on the Kennedys, but not quite the content that I wanted. And there's some podcasts out there, but they're only very narrow about certain conspiracy theories or things like that. So I created a podcast that I wished existed for me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it kind of worked, and I'm surprised. It's it's grown pretty quickly. I mm-hmm. I've been doing it about six months now, and there's a little a little community around it, and it's lots of fun. So
0: yeah, there's a lot of people uh, who've connected with you, and uh,
2: there are. I'm surprised.
0: Yeah, it's it's just amazing, <laughs> and I think I told you in the beginning. I was like, this could this is going to be a thing because there are people out there, and it's a very accessible topic, in my mm-hmm. opinion. It's also one of those times in American history I think that that people for better or for worse look back on either with fondness or with this hue of mystery they they feel like things were simpler I don't really think they were but but they feel like things were simpler mm-hmm. you know uh, and so you know he in particular obviously it's not just about John F Kennedy but you know I think his assassination being a centerpiece of a lot of people's, like, it, like much much as nine eleven is for, for us. Like, you remember where you were, if, mm-hmm. you know, you remember what you were doing, and, and that was, you know, such a, a major moment, because it hadn't happened on that level, you know, since Lincoln, and so, you know, a hundred years, you know, almost, or a little less than a hundred years later, So, so tell us, I mean, so you guys talk about everything on the podcast, and it's basically you bring on guests I've got Mm -hmm. to be a guest before which is a lot of fun and you just talk about you know different aspects of the Kennedy family
2: yes and the thing is it's you think it would be really a narrow topic but it's surprisingly not and not only are the Kennedy family in and of themselves um so massive that they have so many scandals I mean you think about William Kennedy Smith in 91 I mean he had a whole rape trial behind him I mean that's so far removed from the 60s kennedys yet it was so prevalent and everywhere because of the family that he was in you know and i did a whole episode on that you think about chappaquiddick and how that's a whole thing i mean it's just there's so many different things that happened you know and i actually just finished recording yesterday a podcast uh with my friend ryan about the 1960 election and 1964 and how he felt like because he's a history teacher in how he felt like the 1964 election is in a lot of ways paralleling today Mm -hmm. and then that led into a whole thing about lbj so there's just a lot of avenues that you can take talking about anybody that was connected with the family or the family in and of themselves it's just i I find them fascinating so it's been a pretty easy thing to study even more and produce content with
0: well, and you do a lot of studying. You tell me, like yeah, it's a since,
2: ridiculous amount. It since, really since is. Since you
0: started this, you're reading like constantly, and yeah, and, yeah,
1: which is awesome. I can't do that. <laughs> we do no zero research for this show.
2: I'm kind of jealous of that, honestly. <laughs> we
1: just come to. It's almost like, uh, like if you ever play a trivia, game, we talk about John. and I play Trivial Pursuit, but you don't learn from Trivial Pursuit. You just learn what you already knew. <laughs> And that's what we bring to this show. What we already, where we're at, it's a snapshot in time yeah. of our opinions of that day.
0: But again, we set that up as the, you know, premise. That was our thing. Yeah. Just, we want, our idea was hey, when we go to lunch, over the years, people who sit with us seem to really enjoy the conversation. Mm-hmm. And, the, and one of them asked us oh, for, for several years, you guys should really record this. So that, for us, you want you to feel like you're sitting with a, a few friends and they're talking. I
1: think those people just wanted us to pay for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we usually did. so interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, they slide the bill you over. You guys are really Here's my check.
2: <laughs> 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 no, I, I think that's... An awesome concept, what you guys have created. And it's really nice that you both have each other, too, because on the opposite end i'm by myself and it yeah. started out by me being able to just kind of recall this knowledge that i had or whatever but then now you know i put out a q and a or whatever and people are like tell me specifics of why you think we, the bay of pigs happened and then the cuban missile crisis and the blah blah, blah. <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh i am not brilliant yeah. i have to go study <laughs> didn't we just <laughs>
1: pass the anniversary of the maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't a uh, cube missile crisis but it was it wasn't there a A guy in a missile silo somewhere who got a computer error message and decided to question it. He didn't fire back, but it was a a mistake. And because he made the extra, he took the extra step. I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody in one of those missile silos and there was a computer error. And it was, I think it was during Cuban Missile Crisis. And then we just passed the anniversary of the date. And like, he basically was the guy was like, I should call this in. Instead of just being like, fire, will. like it was the the screen was saying we're being fired upon.
2: Uh, oh, my gosh. And
1: it was a mistake, but if he had just acted the way his – with his protocol, he would have you launched. Know, I've seen that uh, that premise
0: in a lot of different TV shows and movies, you know, yeah. but I didn't know that it actually No, that actually did wow. happen,
1: and it was all like the new computer system or whatever, and it was just one of those things. Of, it was a total glitch, and he sensed it and was like, I better – This is World War Three. If I do this, Mm -hmm. we should probably. Yeah.
2: Do you guys remember a couple years ago, maybe a little longer than a couple, but when Hawaii got that alert on their uh, phone, yeah, saying literally like, "Take cover, nuclear." missile headed your way or something to that extent
1: was it that or was it a tsunami i can't remember if it was a tsunami was it nuclear no it was like yeah it was a nuclear, nuclear and, yeah and it was a total glitch so there was like sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> like, like people what do you like, say
2: i heard a guy even like took his family out on the beach and just sat down like waiting for the missile like you just uh, don't know like awful i mean that's wow. horrific so wow yeah
0: I don't know what I would – I sometimes th- actually as a six, I think about
1: that kind of stuff. What would you do your last day? Yeah. If you knew today – that's what they used to tell us too. They'd be like, live each day. Like it was your last. So I, I wake up every day and I make funeral arrangements. And there's a lot of <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> so so sobbing. Terrible. I'm like, why, God? Why? That sort of thing. It's
0: a fun day. It's a great way to live. Thanks a lot, in memes. <laughs> um, yeah, I know what a meme is, too, by the way. Hey, so, yeah, you're very, woke. Very woke. I'm very woke. Don't ghost me. Uh, no, I just, I, I often wonder, like, you know, for me like with with especially modern nuclear devices you got to think about what they were dealing with in that time mm-hmm. because you obviously had seen uh you know what hiroshima and nagasaki you understood uh, the force of what this explosive device was but the, the modern day devices are so much even more exponentially destructive um there's some ways you're like it'd be better just to try to not survive you know like i don't know if this happens if i want to survive it you know it'd mm-hmm. be better i'd be better off so i mean, anyway we're in really dark yeah, places is dark <laughs> this is dark so yeah thanks for that The
2: kennedys are a little dark though like yeah. <laughs> like bringing me on you had to kind of be ready for that <laughs> a little bit like there's there's some that's not but a lot of it's like oh my gosh I literally sometimes be talking in the podcast like I just recorded one recently um, it actually is already out now about the Kennedy curse which is such a prevalent thing with people but then so I did a timeline of events that make people think that the Kennedy curse is real and when I finished it I walked downstairs to Jeffrey and I was like God, I don't know that I should put that out. I don't know. It's just so dark. So I have like a, a lot of like where I'll be like wah wah, <laughs> it, like not know what to say. But okay, yeah. I got I got the story. Oh,
1: nice. Uh, 26 September nineteen eighty three. So this wasn't. Uh, I'm make sure this is the one that I'm thinking of. Uh, the nuclear early warning system of the Soviet Union reported the launch of five intercontinental ballistic missiles from bases in the United States. These missile attack warnings were felt to be false alarms by Stanislav Petrov, an officer of the Soviet Air Defense Forces the decision are you opening a tab right now you're trying to be all subtle that's the loudest noise in the world opening Sorry, a can I was trying to wait for you to cough or something but you wouldn't do it so. <laughs> I'm a pro okay so this guy uh, officer of the Soviet Air Defense Forces the decision is seen as having prevented a retaliatory nuclear attack against the United States and its NATO allies which would have resulted in immediate and irrevocable escalation to a full scale nuclear, full-scale nuclear war say that five times fast well Anyway, an investigation of the satellite warning system later determined that the system had malfunctioned. So this guy just was like, maybe we
2: should, before I...
1: But he had the authority to turn the key and just fire That's back. That's horrific. Wow. This was 83. So wow. it was a Soviet officer that did it. it
0: so crazy. we had a few technical difficulties before we started today. But it imagine. A, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, not the same. Yeah. It's not quite the same. No, it's interesting. You know, about the, the Kennedy curse, you know, I often, when I, because I've thought about the Kennedy curse before, and I'm one of those guys that thinks if we really were to take a a microscope to almost anybody's family, we would find lots of tragedy, Mm -hmm. that you would find car wrecks and cancer and all kinds of things. Um, Somebody in almost every family, you know, dies young. In fact, when I really study history, it's not just dark, it actually brings me encouragement. Like... So many children didn't make it past infancy for so long, um, and it wasn't uncommon even for them to rename the next child after to to honor, which would be, Mm -hmm. for us, I think we'd feel in modern culture so, I guess, devastated, and they did too. I don't think they felt any less devastated. They just found ways that this was, it was more expected. expected, Never, I think, easier, but more expected, that mortality was real. You know, and the deal is it is equally as real; there's still one hundred percent mortality rate, <laughs> and we but we are very surprised by it, and certainly if someone is young, but I just wonder how do you feel about that like if you just look at at anybody's family, if you really went to the extended family part of it how how much would it look like we all had a curse?
2: Well, I'm glad you asked, and also you just let me know you didn't listen to my podcast. I've not heard that episode (laughs) because I talked about that.
0: You said yeah, Yeah. (laughs) sorry, uh, I haven't been to that one yet. No, you're
2: fine. Um, No, I actually talk about that at the end. How I don't necessarily believe in a curse or even that concept, but you have to think about how massive this family is, too, and honestly, very reckless. Like they they engaged in a lot of behavior that was very reckless. I mean, um, which one was it? Not David. There was one of them... Michael? Maybe another Michael? I can't... I don't know. One of RFK's kids uh, passed away in a ski accident in like 91-ish and it's because they were throwing football and playing football going down the ski slopes and he hit a tree. And I mean, JFK Jr., his plane crash was probably because the flight conditions weren't the best and he wasn't trained in that certain kind of flying for the night and the fog and all those kind of things. So some of it was probably somewhat preventable, even though a lot of people can get away with reckless behavior. Um, when
1: wealthy people sometimes feel like they're invincible. Invincible, yeah,
2: absolutely. And I mean, if you just take JFK Jr. in and of himself, he lived his whole life getting death threats. And, I mean, his father was assassinated, his uncle was assassinated, his uh, just surrounded by tragedy. So he almost made the conscious decision in his life to not live his life in fear and do whatever he wanted, you know? And so, I don't know. I I think that I even say in my podcast, like, kind of like what you just said, none of us are immune to having horrible tragedy in our own lives or, I mean... I, everybody's family has issues or encounters things that are tragic and horrible and sad, and that's just life, you know? Yeah. They just have a really big family and a very public family that had to right. live things in a very public light. So, yeah. I, I don't, think that's kind of
1: the function now of reality TV. Reality TV, when it first came out, was like, every show was like Survivor. It was almost like a game show vibe. Or it was like Inspirational, The Biggest Loser. Look, this person lost all this weight. And now, reality TV just serves the function of letting society see... So many weirdos that you feel normal by comparison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're like, look at this guy. He eats sheetrock. He's <laughs> eating drywall. We're not so bad, <laughs> you know. It's like when you watch, you ever watch that? Uh, what is it? Uh,
2: uh, My strange addiction.
1: like yes. so he's just pulling hairs off her head and eating them. You know, wow. and she has to go to the. She has to go get like a hairball removed from her stomach. You're like, mm-hmm. you know what? I think, I think I'm, I'm all right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> now Not chug CBD and I just feel good. she <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she needs to drink a tab it would dissolve all I that. I probably would. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, the the reality television for me is is like we just finished the season of America's Got Talent last night. Mm-hmm. So do you guys watch it? Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes. So Sadie got us into watching it and we or we were way behind and so we caught up and saw the winner last night and I was really glad, you know, who won. It was it was a spoken word guy who's a believer who had some amazing, just some amazing um, poetry that was very honest and real things. And, and so, but you go a lot though, what I see in reality, te- reality television is not that. Mm-hmm. It literally is like um, a glimpse into more drama That I can be entertained by, but I don't mean like. I mean like stupid drama, like just like you said, the the extremes. Everything is about the extreme. Um, Whether it's and and then you find out again uh, whether it's Real Housewives or whatever.
1: But I I haven't watched Real Housewives, by the way. Well, I don't. Why did I have to say that? Like people that watch Real Housewives are are trash. I've seen them all. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) hand raised, must be trash. I I, I just
0: don't. I don't know.
1: I think I don't know. Maybe it's my wife is so into those shows every possible iteration of it and it's so fascinating because I always tell her she's the least confrontational person and yet she's into this show where they just scream at each other all day so it's like it's an outlet for that part well, of her personality point. it's like
0: vicarious living of, mm-hmm. of other people's extreme drama like that's what it's yeah. like it's it's because very- she's like
1: those judge shows too where they're like "You're on, honor you're on and they scream at each other you know judge Joe Brown yeah people's court whatever all of those uh what's the one judge judy Mm -hmm. they're just screaming and she's screaming back at them and i'm like why do you like this and i never could figure it out but she that's it is it's some kind of vicarious you know release valve for that
0: but how do you feel though about real housewives allison when you know that it's not real oh it's real like that's the thing like, when you know that they
2: you have, better believe Teresa Giudice overturned that she table. She
1: flips over the table. <laughs> ah, she was serious. I will say this: like even back going back to the real world, they would create scenarios. They'd be like, "All right, y'all are gonna live in this house, or y'all gonna," and then they would go, "Hey, uh, why don't one of you guys make spaghetti tonight?" Because they knew yeah. that it's gonna somebody's gonna mess up the spaghetti. Somebody's gonna whatever, and it's gonna be a fight. Or somebody's gonna burn the dinner. Or somebody's not going to help put the dishes away. They they put you in situations where they know there's going to be. Con- and I think they do that to be like, hey, there's a charity oh, gala coming do. up. Yeah. And let's not invite so and so and then let's watch the fireworks. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, not, yeah.
0: it's being staged. And then half the time, they're not really mad at each other. They
1: just know it gets ratings, right? Am I wrong about that? Well, you know, they I have I the follow up really- shows and then they you can tell if they're still mad. Yeah, that's true. I mean <laughs> yeah. I think
2: things definitely make them mad, but no, I mean they're definitely put in situations or they'll I've even heard before that they like refilm scenes and stuff. But every if you think about it, every show you watch is staged or scripted. So It is weird yeah, though that it's, that it's called reality. Call
1: reality. TV Yeah. It's fine.
2: Just let it be. Why do you defend it so much? That's i love it. <laughs> Bravo is like always on my television. Oh it's my so good. Jeffrey loves it too. We're obsessed.
1: I just can't.
0: That's the thing. It's just I just it's like CBD. You can't once you start, you can't stop.
1: You don't think CBD is real either?
0: I don't. <laughs> you I know hasn't always. You got to get
1: on board, bro. It hasn't always helped I've sleep. i never happy. felt mellower.
0: <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Uh, so I. In, you know, in that time frame, in the in the fifties and sixties of American history. So, the the this is off subject a little bit, but I was at a restaurant in Franklin, and I went to the bathroom. In this particular bathroom, they only play Elvis. Okay. okay, and I was listening, but not like I was listening to a song. It wasn't good, Elvis. It was like jumpsuit in Vegas, Elvis. Some of those songs are awful.
1: Yeah, they're
0: just awful, and he's not singing well. And I thought to myself, "It's
1: the drug years."
0: No one's made the definitive biographical film about Elvis. Like no one's made it, and I wonder what the reason is. Because I think that he falls into that same category of time that people mm-hmm. are still fascinated yeah. by his life. Like he was almost untouchable in terms of the way people
1: looked at him. That is interesting. And I wonder if they couldn't get permission from the estate to even use the music if somebody wanted to do something because they'd be afraid to be portrayed well the thing it would have to be betrayed if you really
0: took it all the way through yeah. take him into the drugs take him into I mean, it would
1: be a pretty a, you know mature he got really heavy for a while yeah. it
2: would have to be like the unauthorized biography yeah. or well, not,
1: whatever but
0: just imagine though what that could be for that time like that, sure. it needs to be a book written that leads to you no want film. to write this book guys I, I've called you here today to tell you I have the rights. You're hired.
2: (laughs) 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 This may be a little deep for this, but uh, like this certain conversation, but I was actually talking yesterday to my friend on mine about how Elvis, we actually brought him up, and JFK, these people that died earlier than you really expected them to, Mm -hmm. almost become a martyr to people, especially when their family or certain people are in charge of making sure that their legacy lives on. Like, for instance... Jackie coined and completely manipulated and created Camelot to be this thing that made the Kennedys seem like this just incredible, like filled the White House with so much exactly preserved and like I mean literally said uh, there will never be a Camelot again. This is it. But if you think about it, JFK's presidency was actually very short, was very tumultuous. A lot of things happened that were controversial or could be deemed as failures. There were some things that he jump started that were incredible at the same time. Time. But without Jackie creating Camelot, I don't know that we would still be talking about JFK today. I don't know that he would have been necessarily the one of the presidents that people think of immediately when they think American presidency. Well, yeah, it's
1: when you die young. It's James Dean. It's Jim Morrison. It's there's this idea of unreached potential, and we kind of extrapolate it out for you. We mm-hmm. go, yeah, but if he had lived, what would have happened? Yeah, like, exactly. You think of NASA. You think of all the things and yeah, it's hard not to do that.
2: And Elvis is like that. I mean, yeah, we take him, sure. and we we only think about the glory and the glory years of it, but he actually really had a very rough life towards the end as well. We just we don't talk about that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. No, yeah, he's uh, very yeah.
1: protected.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Alexander Hamilton. So I'm you know, reading that book when I'm on vacation. I'm I'm writing, so I'm not reading it all the time. But it's it's my, it's my it's my it's my reality television. Like I love it so much. And so for him, if you really realize that. It was his wife who lived another 50 years after he died in the duel with Aaron Burr, who – even though there was – he was the first public uh, political sex scandal in American history happened in his life, and so she stayed with him Mm -hmm. and basically – Made sure that his legacy had a a place because he probably would have fallen off the map if someone hadn't carried that on. Mm -hmm. And he was the most famous founding father, most influential founding father who never was president. I mean, for sure. And, And may have been. Uh, at some point though he was an immigrant so i'm not sure constitutionally I always wonder about they say that Would but they've
1: amended it to give know. him a shot i
0: don't know i often wonder about that um, but it it's interesting and it's funny i was uh, talking with a pastor friend this week and we were talking the same thing about so there's a guy in the bible that people don't often think about and we we just brought him up uh his name was apollos and we were talking about how I've made the point that Priscilla and Aquila, this husband and wife, um, you know, I guess they're in ministry. They hear Apollos, who's this amazing preacher and he's, He's not yet heard the full gospel. He's only heard John's gospel. He's only heard like a gospel of repentance. He hasn't really figured out that Jesus has died on the cross. And so they pull him aside. And apparently it was very common. It should have been just what it's, what is right. And they corrected him. They were like, mm-hmm. hey, let me tell you the whole thing. He goes on to be this amazing um, leader. And Paul writes about it. That the followers of Paul and the followers of Apollos, not Paul and Apollos, but their followers, got into like these competitive comparison games between the two of I'm a follower of Paul, and I'm a follower of Apollos, like he's better, he's better. You know, and Paul's point was is hey, neither one of us saved you, neither one of us is Jesus, you know. But the, the pastor made this point, he goes, you know, the deal is why is it that there's only one reason that Apollos, who apparently in his time, plenty of people are rising up saying he's just as influential as paul but the majority of the church couldn't say couldn't, right. couldn't tell the story priscilla and quilla that i just told you know what i'm saying like they, they can't really recall where he falls in the scripture mm-hmm. and there's only one reason and that's that he didn't write anything that we have any record of and so what happened and paul and we and then i we really started like extrapolating that whole idea out i was like paul probably was, he was just writing letters to the churches that he had started and visited the people he loved because he couldn't be there. Yeah. Because he's in prison for a lot of them. And so <laughs> when he, when he's writing them at first, he probably doesn't know that yeah. he's writing
1: scripture. Yeah, there like, used to be a comedian that would say they'd be like, do you think these people – the, this wasn't a Christian comedian. I think it might have been Louis C.K. He'd be like, do you think anybody ever – Said anything and knew that it was going to be in the Bible. They'd be like, "That is totally going to be in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's great." But you know, you just
0: go, and, and, and I do believe that. It, and Peter represents, uh, references Paul in his yeah. letter at the end, and that's what's weird and amazing is that he says, "Hey, he, he, they're already referencing those letters as scripture at that yeah. moment in time." So Paul, in his own lifetime, I guess came to the conclusion, oh my gosh, these letters I'm writing are. He he would have known that, that they huh. had that in his own lifetime. But in the beginning, I doubt you know that he did. And Apollos could have said some of the most amazing things as well. He I've just read, didn't write anything. I've read
1: writings about the book of Hebrews that they, that Apollos is one of the possible authors there, of Hebrews. It's one so. of the possibilities, yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a strong case for it. But. <laughs> Was
0: Apollos Greek? That's the question. Sounds like a Greek name to me. And the book of Hebrews is extremely... Um,
1: obviously. Well, they just said it looks so different than any of the Pauline writings, and that's why they were determining yeah. it wasn't him, but they thought it might have been Luke and Paulos as one of the other. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll never know, John. We'll
0: never know. Well, we will we know, Johnny. Just, oh,
1: yeah. It's got to wait. Not a while. on this side of him. <laughs> Speak
0: for yourself, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's interesting because, again, do you just go somebody, whether it's Jackie or whether it's uh, Eliza Hamilton or whether it's Luke writing for Paul? Like, you know, somebody is carrying on something in order for that message to reach the next generation so what if these podcasts are going to be that for us you know what i'm saying like no one's going to know us in our time they're going to go back and listen uh to all 134 episodes up to up to now and go wow that was a lot i just want to
1: carry the torch so that maybe we can get some groundswell going and they can start making tab again they just shut the machines down. We can, we can Johnny, turn it if you back put on. Tab
0: in the groundswell, it'll mess that's up the right, environment. Like, right. You don't want to get it.
1: What if they figured out Tab cured COVID? Wouldn't that be something? They'd be like, we figured it out. <laughs> it's bring Tab. Back. And then people were like, still not worth it. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather, have, rather, have, I'd rather COVID. have COVID. The metallic taste, I can't do it. Oh my goodness.
2: Honestly, I had, uh, me and Jeffrey actually called this an illness at this point because the whole time you were talking about Hamilton, I was literally singing everything that went along <laughs> with everything. So yeah. like when you said, the biggest sex scandal i was like the reynolds pamphlet boom 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 like you're talking about lies and i'm like tell her story (laughs) yeah i'm so sorry listeners for having to hear that that Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh. no i i can't and so jeffrey and i now literally communicate in Hamilton lyrics to a fault like and you said immigrants Mm. i was like we get the job done because that's that's the musical it's a problem
0: it's so good the line that when we listened to it on the way to the beach because i hadn't started the, the book yet till we got to the beach and so we listened to it in the car and because uh, we had a long drive and the line that I, I was, I sang this line the rest of the week as I was reading it. And that's the, the world will never be the same. Mm-hmm. That line is so good. Melodically. Like I love everything about it. And they, and the thing about it is, is everyone knows this, I'm sure, but just the way he found a way in the opening song to basically foreshadow the great melodies and of almost every other song in the whole Production. So he puts it all into one because, again, it has a hip hop feel to it. So he can kind of like keep Mm -hmm. similar melodies and beats going. Guys, it does. It is, it is probably, I don't know if it's an illness, (laughs) but it is. Well, it is in our
2: house because it's so often that we're like, (laughs) this is a problem at this point. But, uh, you know, I told Jeffrey probably whenever we saw the musical. So a few months ago, I was like, I'm going to learn every single word to my shot. Every every nice. every word. I was like, I'm going to do it because Lin Manuel Miranda said in an interview, it, it basically if they get my shot, they're good to go. So I told Jeffrey, I'm going to learn every word, and I have practiced, and I have practiced, and I have learned it. I know nice. every word. Nice, the song. yeah, so, I do sing that one a lot too. It's it's a good. One. Oh, do you know all the words too? You didn't uh, have to Practice.
0: Yes, I got it. I did. I got it the first time. <laughs> okay. oh, look at that. I've been taking a lot of CBD. Not, not so. to
1: brag. <laughs>
2: I even do like the human video, like character change for like Lafayette and all the rest of them. Do you spin and,
1: uh, out like old human video character Totally, 100. You got to.
2: And, and I will never sing that in public, probably, but I know it. What's That's the all point of knowing it if you're
0: not going to sing it in public?
2: Well, because I'll lose friends <laughs> if, I, if I do
0: that. Let me ask you this. Do you think that we could start a podcast just about Hamilton, both the historical figure and the production? Do you th- how long could a oh, podcast? I think there's probably, sure probably, done. probably 20 yeah. of them. Correct, but do you think that we could do it? Because oh. here's the thing. Would it... It, would it handle both right. the historical and the production? That's the question. Uh, like not just okay, but what if it combined both? Where because because there's a lot of differences, obviously, between the actual biography and yeah. and the
1: play. So the musical. What do you think? If it was well, like Johnny mus-
2: hasn't even seen it,
1: I've not seen it, so <laughs>
2: which is a shame.
1: My wife, she's on the verge of like we're gonna have prop- marital strife <laughs> if I don't watch. Why it don't soon. you just watch it? Watch what it. are you waiting on? It almost feels like a betrayal to her if i keep holding off but it also is kind of like the anticipation is like well this is kind of you know well you're not really into broadway i do like broadway though i just it's not the same as going to a play though watching it on a movie i mean it's not the have same. you
0: seen let me ask you this have you seen wicked like an
1: actual live production i've seen it t- three times okay and you yeah. like wicked loved it okay so then you, then you passed t- the first test yeah yeah at least Have you seen? What's your? I've loved every play that I've seen on Broadway. Actually, actually, you know what? I was disappointed with my wife will kill me for this. Oh, here we go. I did not like Phantom of the Opera very much. I thought it was really okay. Did you see it
2: like when it came to town?
1: No, I saw it on Broadway, but it's at a really small theater house now. You know, it's it's like an off, off, off cat. It's like the whatever. You know, it's been out for millions of years, so it's not the same original. But it was on Broadway that we saw. We were in New York City, but I just like it was so built up to me. That I was just like, eh.
2: They had changed it, it my a favorite... little bit when it came to Nashville recently. and It, it wasn't was my favorite
1: story, though. And I love the story of Wicked because it was like, it's such a, you know, you know the story. And it kind of was that whole, like, yeah. this is the prequel, basically. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. Have you ever seen Fiddler? Yes. But yeah. but it was a, uh, a college. David Altizer was in it. Oh, and okay. I went to his college version. Jeffrey the was way.
2: in it in high school. Yeah. I've never seen it though. That would be
0: a very ambitious thing for a college or yeah, high school. Was, uh, yeah, I
1: mean, what's the college out there uh, uh, in Gallatin? Ball State. Ball State. Ball State. It was a Ball State.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, only, the only production I saw that I really did not care for, honestly, was South Pacific. We went and watched South Pacific, which is an yeah. older mm-hmm. play. And the lead, because of when it was written, the lead character was like this really low baritone. Yeah, it was a very like that the whole and I just I, like, I think yeah. the modern mind struggles because you know our lead you just have a pop I don't listen to only pop or whatever but right. I can be listening to Sinatra like crooner type stuff but this that it wasn't very operatic it wasn't an upper, operatic in, like I think I would have preferred operatic I would have yeah. preferred you just being an opera but it was just very like Singing in English, this yeah. lines I just it just was it grated on me. But again, that's probably just where the modern bias hits the. You know, the we saw antiquity. nine to
1: five. That was great. We saw that at T. Pack. You know, the fascinating thing about that is you forget how brilliant Dolly is. There's a mo- that's a movie she did in the '80s. It was an ensemble cast. And then they wanted to adapt it. She adapted it. All the songs she wrote. That's crazy. She won Tonys. I mean. You talk about somebody that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Like she just. That
2: life for president. She's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. She
1: wrote. Somebody told me she wrote "Jolene" and "I Will Always Love You" in the same day.
0: God, oh. is not that nuts? Jeez. Dolly. Although
1: that would make me mad, though.
0: If I because then I would expect to do that every day. That's yeah. why my brain works. It's like, what happened to that one day? Why well, I can't ever do that again? Wouldn't right. you? I'll be the only person who'd find a way to be disappointed in doing that. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Dang it! I can't ever do it again. Uh, do y'all think like that? Like, when something good goes, yeah. you have to reproduce it and sure. and replicate that same, yeah.
2: I'm not a creative, so I don't really... You
0: know, you have a very popular podcast that you've created.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. But you don't I, think you're a creative. I, well, see, I used to not think that I was a creative at all. I thought I was very, like, analytical, like... I mean, obviously, I have a background in marketing, not, but not even necessarily the creative side, like the business numbers, like right. traction, all that kind of stuff, kind of side. And Jeffrey's such a creative, like yeah. completely other end of the spectrum. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I am or not. Like, I think I like what I like, but I wouldn't consider myself. Well, that's sometimes the easiest way to create that.
1: something is you're just like you're you you're really interested in something, and then you look up later and you've made content based on that thing, and it's mm-hmm. not. It didn't have a whole angle of like. I wonder how we can monetize this. Like you didn't, you weren't thinking necessarily that way.
2: See, but my problem is because I do have a, like mm-hmm. a business school background. I'm yeah. like, wow, I love the Kennedys. Let's make a podcast now. How can I monetize? There you, this? Go. you
1: are so, <laughs> so, from the get go. Yeah, that's what happened to the Kennedys, and uh, <laughs> so, I'm sure. I'm sure at not- this
2: point, but Joseph p sure, That's, that's right. I'm Sure, nothing bad will
1: come of it. I do remember on weekend update during the William Kennedy Smith. Uh, thing because it was like was it 91 right 91 yeah so dennis miller would have been doing weekend update on saturday night live and i remember his joke was that william kennedy smith sounds like the name one of the kennedys gives at the hotel like he's like what's the name sir william kennedy smith <laughs> 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 oh
0: that's great that's great uh so tell us where we can find uh your podcast
2: on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or you can visit my website Kennedy kennedydynasty k e n n e d y d y n a s t y.com and you can find it there pretty easily too nice. and I also I'm on Instagram as kennedydynasty yeah. and it's a, it's a fun little account
0: you should absolutely follow her on Instagram uh it's it's amazing um yeah that's, uh, I'm telling you guys, you're going to enjoy this podcast and then you should go and take a listen to it. It's, um, we're, we're excited about it. I mean, it really is. I want to see how far you can go because there's, again, you've, you've now proven, okay, there's more than just the surface conversation about conspiracies and all those things like mm-hmm. you, you, but I do think you need to look into possibly a history degree. Really? Yeah, I think you should.
1: I think you. Maybe an honorary one. Not to do anything. We actually have
0: prepared one for
1: you. We have an inkjet printer, and so (laughs) you're going to love it. I'm going to roll it up tight into a little. No, a on it. I, I'm
2: so interested in American history as a whole. Not yeah. necessarily like international history, but like American yeah. history, I'm very fascinated in. Not only the There's that
1: ugly American exceptionalism we we're railing <laughs> against. Really? I don't care what's going on in the world. What about the old that US of
2: A? terrible. Oh, no.
0: Did you know this whole COVID thing is going away after November the 3rd <laughs> as oh. Europe shuts back down in yeah. Australia? Exactly. That
2: is not what I yeah. meant, everybody.
0: But Guys, I think we all, we, I want everything we just said nice no, about Allison, I want you to throw it out. So,
2: yeah. I'm probably only really interested in American history because it only goes back like a few hundred years. I don't, I don't have yeah. too much to I have to learn.
0: True. <laughs> no, it is fascinating. Uh, I mean, because you know, it's the longest standing democracy uh, in world history. Even though we're young, it has it, it is the oldest of that. So there you go. So we're just okay. about done. <laughs> <laughs> this is about the moment that <laughs> the Roman Empire went over to uh, yeah. dictators or so. But mm-hmm. no, listen, it'll, I'm sure it'll be fine for us as well. So, But no, I mean, I, I think you certainly, obviously, show that propensity for the knowledge of American history. So I've been looking at degree programs a little bit you lately have. Yeah, about going back to school. So John. I don't know if I'm going to do it. But I'm, I'm looking not at saying it. it's
1: a, go do it.
0: I actually found a because my master's is in curriculum and instruction, which is great and everything, but I don't really teach anymore. You know, so it helps with writing. But there's a I found a from a, a very um, I guess reputable university i found a 2 year fully online because it would be all the way on the western side of uh, masters in history that i'm looking at but i don't i don't know then you go spending that kind of money that's not going to make me anything guys you know what i'm saying like i mean right. it might well, just help me write better you yeah. know and keep writing more so but it's not like someone's and with a master's in history, it's like, I can't just go – I could probably go teach at Ball State maybe with that, but I can't teach like at university level mm-hmm. without a doctorate. Yeah, I don't know
1: what that pays. They probably would have to also put you over the the fiddler-on-the-roof production <laughs> yeah, to
2: totally. help supplement your salary. Like, look, we can give you this, but if you'll do fiddler-on-the-roof right. as well. Go to the greenhouse and grow the hemp. Right? <laughs> students, yeah. How about you and I both go for our master's in history at the same time and see who gets better grades? Okay. What? <laughs>
1: that, that, no, so that, was, that, that's a podcast.
2: Guys, I was a totally C's get degrees. college student, that, so That's
1: win. a podcast right there. Hey,
0: whoever gets a better grade pays for both degrees. That's the deal. Boom. <laughs>
2: wow, I cannot take that deal.
0: <laughs> that is a lot. Yeah, that's the hard part. Even if I like, went and taught at Val State, you know how long it would take to pay back what that master's in history costs on a all state salary, guys? That would be a while. So I would be in ancient history by the time that happened. Hey, oh, am I right, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, <you're not.
0: laughs>
1: yeah, and you ghosted me. Wait,
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> guys, do people think I'm old? Am I the old guy now, John?
1: Why I would don't. someone ask me if I know what ghosted me? I but like, don't even know
2: how old you are. You're in if your you
1: You're in your forties now, John. You don't know how old I, I am. You're in your forties, so. Imagine what you thought a 40-year-old person was like when you were in your 20s. You probably imagined like a relic. Maybe. In
2: your 20s? I'm in my 20s and John is not a relic. (laughs) I don't think 40s are old.
0: I don't think that people in their 20s today think... Not everyone... I think, well, here's the thing, what helps that you have kids. But everybody likes to think they're oh, one that's of the... Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's right. When you that have does. kids, immediately you're like, oh, yeah. wow, I see wow. how this happens now. now. Right. Yeah, you look up true. and you realize how fast your kids grow and you go, this is what everybody meant by life will pass you by. You don't really feel that to that level, I think. So, Johnny, you must feel like eternally youthful then because yeah. of that. You're just uh, like, man.
1: Yeah. it's pretty good <laughs> over here.
2: Um, you get such good sleep. I'm <laughs> What's not that gonna like?
0: Lie. <laughs> you do have a whole level of freedom... Whether you realize it or not, yeah. Now listen, there's. I'm not. We're not saying that.
1: But I also have a a sterile existence that ends when I die. Is that what you want (laughs) to end your? (laughs) I don't think that at all. (laughs) It's a shame uh, that nobody will take care of you when you're in that hospital bed, but. you're living high on the hog now, son. Oh, Johnny.
0: You know I'm going to take care of you. Really? So we'll all be fine. That's so nice. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll both be. You're older than me. Unfortunately,
2: so yeah. Sadie's going to end up yeah. having to take care of both of you. <laughs> Sadie's going to take care
0: of all of us. You know? I came to her volleyball game that yeah. time. That's right. She'll never forget. She has a photograph of you. I
1: was
0: there <laughs> for the comeback. It was great. Well, Allison, uh,. So we've told where to go. Listen, guys, go listen to the Kennedy Di- Kennedy Dynasty podcast. It's awesome, and uh, subscribe to it, mm-hmm. and uh, send her your topics and questions, and make her go read more. So yeah, she's excited. Be awesome. Yeah. I'd
2: love that. And also, John was on it, like we said. So yeah, go back and listen to his episode. Am Cross
1: pollination. We're not coming back on pretty soon. We said
2: yes. I want you to for sure for yeah. around election time and stuff. So that'd be yeah,
0: great. yeah. I wish we could have got in today to the 1968 uh, Kerner Commission. Uh, that, oh, that's boy. something I've been really reading up on right now. The Have you heard of the Kerner Commission?
2: No. It's so you can come color. on and teach me about that. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: fascinating. Fascinating. I actually have the whole book at home. So uh, you can buy those books on what? Amazon and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Who knew? So <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just John. That's, that's all right. who knew. That's, so that's right.
0: Hey, listener, we hope that you don't ghost us because we are woke here. We want you. I don't know how woke we are. But hey, thanks for listening today. It means a lot. You can check out our website at
1: talkaboutthatpodcast.com <laughs> what did you say the other week oh, yeah.
0: talkaboutthat.org dot edu dot e dot gov I thought
2: you
1: were going to do like another callback like go to our patreon and put it on our tab when <laughs> you crack open another can no. you've been waiting on that
0: yeah. the whole time that's, yeah. that's good that's good you did well when I wouldn't set you up you just said you said I, I f- was waiting for you to set up that's yeah. brilliant that's pretty good so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking it down so yeah and you can check out our Patreon, though. There yeah. are levels of support there. And all of our patrons, it means a lot to us that you support us every month. So yes. uh, you have kept, talk about that, at the podcast, as we call it. Uh, on life support? On... <laughs> I don't know what you want to. <laughs> Someone the other day did tell me uh, that they think the podcast has been important through all of this time of COVID. Because I was like, I wonder how long people want us to do this. They were like, well, you cannot stop while people are still in the middle of the COVID crisis because it means something to them. So uh, so yeah, that person was Allison. <laughs> Y'all's podcast is my it's favorite one. a lot one, of
1: pressure.
2: I, I refresh every Monday to listen to this podcast. Oh, I love so it. Nice. Oh, that's so nice. Thanks. My so.
1: favorite. We hope you feel refreshed. <laughs> <audience>.
2: <laughs> you know, <it's> coming.
0: <laughs> when we get to these cheesy segues at the end, it's yeah. always it's one of our favorite parts. So, hey, do send us your questions or comments, anything you want us to talk about. Uh, it can be pretty random. It can be theological. It can be comedy related. It can be anything that you want uh, just to ask questions and tell us things you want to hear us just chat about. Other guests you'd like to have us bring onto the show, maybe make suggestions of somebody you think it might be a good guest on the show, and we'll try to uh, take that into account. They can't all be as good as Allison, but no. maybe there's somebody out there be worthy enough to come and sit with us and talk through different topics. But, guys, it means the world that you listen every week, so follow Johnny on his socials. He's still re- rebuilding the shattered brokenness of his Instagram account that was hacked and taken away from him. Uh, So help him rebuild his life, guys. It's all on social media. It's all I have. I don't have kids, so (laughs) do something it should be clear I don't think people have to get married
2: or have <laughs> no, kids I, like, yeah I'm like, glad you clarified that because I, yes, I don't think
1: that either I don't think that at all I'm just saying if you do have kids I feel kids, like my Instagram photos are my kids and if you just go on and like them then it's, it's good for me it
0: just I'm just saying like life seems to speed up maybe it does for those who don't I don't know it just seems like it speeds up when you have kids that was my whole point of that so I can only speak for myself I don't know so yeah. no it's you're right <laughs> your <like>, life is <laughs> your
1: perception is correct <laughs>
0: Hey, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you
1: next week on Talk About That.
2: Calling my heart, like, I just knew he was my safe place.
1: I hope people don't walk away going, wow, you're really awesome, more than like, wow,
2: Jesus is really interesting, and he's really awesome. Everybody on this planet is dealing with some sort of what if.
1: How does that one courageous decision affect the whole world? A ship in harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are built for.
2: If you were encouraged by what you just heard, please search Trevor Talks on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com.